Thanks, every you. day I'm just getting these fucking like crazy. I don't know. Shitty. Yeah. Maybe it's a tumor and I'll die. It's not the tumor. <laughs> it's probably a tumor. I'll die. If I die, carry on. Mm. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. It's not the tumor. <laughs> Put the cookie down now. Maybe it's a tumor. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Bake is my podcast. Yeah, he is uh, Jim, who's got limited life left. I've got uh, I am life. Mike, and um, we're going to bring you a a rousing show. Yeah, yeah, cool band, cool band called Sucker Punch. Uh, mostly from Jersey. Yeah, mostly from Jersey. Kind of from all over the place, but yeah. uh, but mostly from Jersey. Yeah, and uh, they were really cool. Uh, took a minute to like warm up a little bit, but yeah. That happens once we, once we crack that shell, you we, know. We wear on you. We're you know like, how, yeah, we're like a fungus, like a fungi. Yeah, yeah. Because there's two of us. Yeah, fungi, and we're fun. We're, we're, we're a couple fun of fun guys. guys. Ah, you get it? You get it? Ah, yeah. Oh man. Uh, well, with that said, we do have to pay some bills, and uh, we want to thank Poddex. We want to thank Grill Your Ass Off, and we want to thank DrinkWildBills.com. Yeah. Uh, for being sponsors for the show, and you can go to any of their websites. Uh, poddex.com, grillyourassoff.com, drinkwildbills.com. Use the promo code BACON and you will enjoy 10% off and you'll also help the show. Yeah, we're also brought to you by our uh, peeps over at patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast. Our BIMP squad, our patrons, thank you guys so much for supporting us and supporting the show. If you want to check that stuff out, there's just more shows, more content. Uh, different content, yeah. uh, tastings, cooking, live shows, uh, all kinds of live fun streams. stuff. Like live streams, yeah. stuff. Yes. So check that out and uh, consider becoming a patron. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, uh, let's get into this. Let's get into this chat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we got into a lot of things. It was yeah. really cool. Uh, we talked about foods. Mm-hmm. We talked about uh wrestling we talk yeah. about movies we talk about wawa versus sheets yeah yeah i mean there's no there's no fast contest, foods obviously. we talk about fast but foods. uh and and most importantly we talk about the band that is sucker punch yeah so um really cool guys really awesome band make sure you check them out before after whenever whenever you whatever's know. convenient for you right just not not this second just right. listen to the show and then you can do it and then check them out yeah right or pause or pause it and then check come it back. right yeah okay and that's gonna start right now i'll let you do it this is make a wish oh now because he's got a tumor now You love your weekly dose of bacon as my podcast, but you need even more bacon. Well, just go over to baconismypodcast.com. You can engage even more with us over there. It's a pathway to our music, extra content, our social media pages. Most importantly, grab yourself some pretty sweet swag and put it all over your body parts. Again, that's baconismypodcast.com. Listen to some tunes, pick up some merch, and tell us, what's your bacon? What's up, everybody? Welcome again to another 
riveting edition of Bacon is My Podcast. Today, we welcome Chris, we welcome Andy from the band Sucker Punch. Gentlemen, how are you? Fantastic. Doing great. Doing great. That was a uh, dynamite intro. I, you know, it was one of those things where I, I think I had it kind of put together. Yeah. But as I was cruising through the words, I was like, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck up. You, <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah, yeah, that was excellent. A Everybody gets one. That's that's my that's very good. That's my my philosophy. Andy, Chris, where are you guys coming to us from today? Um, I'm coming from. I live in Virginia Beach, so I'm from Virginia Beach. I I'm up here in Bloomfield, New Jersey, so I'm like 15 minutes outside of New York City. Nice. You're near us. You're we're we're in Long Island. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Bloomfield, New Jersey. I uh, I once played the the Bloomfield Cafe. Nice, okay. which is was a lot of fun. Uh, I actually think the um, the night before Terror played, so we went. We showed up like we were the day show, and we show up, and they were like, "You can't go in there." And we were like, well, "What? Why not?" The kids were like ripping uh, the asbestos tiles off the floor, and they oh had, like God. bakery case, and that got smashed, and it, yeah. Good times, good times. They were wow. very, very not nice. Yeah, that's a that's a hard show to follow. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Believe me, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. Have you ever played the the meat locker? No, no. I want to. I, I don't think. I, is it? I would like though? to also. I think it is. I think that's in, well. That's in Montclair. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's the next town over. I think it's gone that through a couple of like closings and reopenings. I don't even know if they're if they're actually currently booking shows still. Yeah, it's a it's it's a place. Yeah, I've checked <laughs> out that like place one before. Of, we haven't played there, but I've I've definitely checked out that place too. It's it's like um like super happy Funland yeah. kind of kind of vibe where it's just like <laughs> I need a tetanus shot after the show, but it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. I've yeah, seen a lot of hard. I've seen a lot of hardcore bands. My friend, my friend had like an old deathcore band, and at that show, I got like punched right in the face, and boom, just fell right to the ground, right like right at the beginning of the set. So, oh, that's, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I stay out of uh, I stay out of pits these days for that exact reason. The last time I was in one, I got maced. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. too old. For, I'm too old for the piss anymore. That was back in the, my bamboozle and warp tour days. I'm over right, that. Right, right. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I. Every time I go, like every time I go to a show, I always get tempted. I'm like, oh man, I would love to jump in there, and then I just see the, the swinging and stuff, and I'm like, mm, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> I'm slow, and I recover slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. way older than I used to be. <laughs> But, I'm like five uh, four and I get my ass kicked, so it's, it's, <laughs> I'm too small. It's just I, I will a short king. I will yeah. recommend to you guys though uh, on your next tour. Should you go through uh, Houston, Texas, you should definitely book at a venue called Super Happy Funland. Um, it is uh, it is an experience. Um, okay. I I I struggle between so telling should we people not do that. No, you should no, absolutely, no, no, you should absolutely do, it. do it. Okay, you'll get free chili, and there will be people there. Those two things are guaranteed. I do love chili. So. Whatever you get out of the rest of it is is all kind of. I guess it's your mood walking in because it's really going to depend. There's there's a good chance the chili that you might be able to sample is the same chili that was in that crock pot when he played in uh, 2018. Possibly. Oh, awesome! Oh, delicious! It's Possibly. aged. Aged chili is good. That's yeah, fine. yeah, that's right. <laughs> aged to perfection. It's had time. It's like a fine it, wine. It's had time to marinate. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
Exactly. So you guys, <laughs> you guys were uh, were known as new shoes prior to this. So right. why the change? What 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 changed the uh, the name, the brand, all that stuff? Because I, I mean, you guys just recently too, you changed all that music over to this like Spotify and all that stuff to Sucker Punch, which right. has it's to have been easy. a <laughs> huge pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's still an ongoing pain in the ass, right? As it, as it is now, but um, essentially, I don't I don't want to speak too much for Andy, but um, so Andy started New Shoes. It was his kind of solo project, and he put out an EP that he wrote, you know, and, and recorded all by himself, and that's kind of what got the wheels going on the New Shoes thing. Mm -hmm. But then as we got more members, the sound just started to change. We just kind of wanted to rebrand, restart everything, just you know, with with a new sound, new outlook, just completely put out all the new shoe stuff in the past and just start fresh and, and move forward with this. Yep. Very cool. Right now for, for when you guys go back on the road or doing live shows, that kind of stuff, are you going to add that, that old material to your new sets or are you going to kind of clean slate it? I think we're trying to kind of just phase it out slowly, but we are still playing a couple of the, the older sauce songs, you know, while we're still writing new stuff. Like um, couples Django, which was like the big mm -hmm. single off of off of that EP, um, that'll probably stay in our set for a while. That's you know that's a great song. We we all love it. Andy loves that song. Mm -hmm. Um, but that might be the only older song that really sticks around for a while. So we're uh, yeah. we're really just stoked on all the new stuff we're writing and and really just want to play as much of it as possible. So yeah, yeah, for sure. I I mean I I know like again you know we're obviously we're in bands too and. Whenever you get that new song out, you're just like, eh, all right, done with the old stuff. I'm just, I'm ready to, <laughs> let's just play a new set. Nobody knows anything. Fuck them. Yeah. Right. Let's right. just play a new set. But then you have people in the front row that are like, play this song that I like. You're like, all right, all right, all right. You That's have right. that. Yeah. That's right. I'm here for you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I forget sometimes. You have that problem. I don't have that problem. <laughs> every, every, every set's a new set to everybody. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, so you know we just played the fair, right? Mm-hmm. I saw our new sponsor next to us at the fair. Right. Right? Any of you that have ever been to festivals, you know one of the coolest spots to go to is that spot that's selling you sodas where the copper mugs. Oh, they're the best. Wild Bills, dude. Yes. And you don't just have to go to a, a fair to get their stuff anymore. You can go right. to drinkwildbills.com. And they'll send it right to your house. They sent that ginormous box to us. Huge box. Yeah. Of stuff. And it made me realize that Wild Bills isn't just soda. Yeah. I thought it was at first. But, man, the, like, jerky and... Uh, nuts. Nuts. And coffee. And, oh, man. Snack foods. Coffee. Yeah. Everything. And if you go there now, drinkwildbills.com, use the promo code BACON, of course, and you get 10% off. Ugh. Dude, check it out. Uh, stick with us because we're going to be letting you know how that coffee tastes. We're going to be doing some tasting episodes on literally everything in the box. Yes. So stick with us. But, uh, dude, you've had it. You've been at fairs. I bought it. I bought that mug. It's awesome. I yeah. love it. And now, again, we're heading into the winter months. It's going to get a little colder. No more fairs. Just have it delivered right to your door. Wild, drink wild build up. Drinkwildbills.com. Yeah. <laughs> 
Easy for me to say. Once. Check it out. Promo code BACON. Hey, this is Cade Katz. You've been listening to Bacon Is My Podcast. What's your bacon? Uh, these guys are amazing. So thanks for having me. And keep spending these guys and give them a follow. So you guys have some um, you have some stuff coming out soon. Um, this is being uh, this is being seen in December. You said you have uh, you were telling us that you have stuff coming out in January, uh, stuff coming out in February, possibly March. Um, you want to kind of like expand on that a little bit? You've got a video coming out. What's what's going on there? Um, so yeah, we're filming a video um, next weekend. So like the weekend of Thanksgiving. Right. Um, so we're filming a video for Hope Like Hell. Um, I guess that's slated to come out in January. And then we have another single that's dropping in January as well. Um, I think there's going to be a music video for that too. Right. Yeah, we're shooting and, one for that one too. Yep. And then I think we're also filming another, we're filming, I think, another music video for another song that's going to be out. Um, I guess with the EP, I guess when it does come out, I guess we're still trying to figure out the logistics of that. But yeah, there should be about three to four music videos for this for this EP. We're we're really into putting out that visual content. Sorry, my cat's about to cross the screen. That's Sorry, all right. <laughs> all right. Fat man, special yeah, guest star. This this is pumpkin. He's giant. Sorry, <laughs> pumpkin is a appropriate name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for those of you just listening, it's a uh, big orange cat. Yeah. yeah, he's like a nineteen pound orange basketball. The great, with legs. The great pumpkin. Yeah, a lot nice. like Garfield. Yeah, he's he's massive. Yeah, he, he's how very much lasagna does he eat? <laughs> He'll eat, he eats a lot of barbecue potato chips. That's what he likes. Like he's really he All likes right. he likes to lick the potato chip like, and then he like puts it away. And then he wants cheese, and he's just he's a giant, literally a giant pain in the ass sometimes. But I love him to death. So, so. he eats like a stoner. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, that's, that's I'm gonna lick off this barbecue dust and then eat some cheese. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, 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 that's very accurate. That's damn right. <laughs> I mean, has his palate like uh, evolved to like you know different kind of aged cheeses, or it's like craft singles just scrape that shit open? And... Um, and I think it has evolved. We were starting with you know like the the Kroger Stop and Shop kind of generic cheese, and now we're at uh, Sargento. So Sargento mm, okay. is good. Okay. So so you know we, uh, yeah we've moved up a little bit in the world artisanal if yeah you will, yeah right? yeah you know persnickety cats and shit like that so you know that's <laughs> that's that's what we do in our house so <laughs> nice hey nothing wrong with it yeah absolutely yeah. With it. absolutely um so you guys are putting out all these videos you're putting out all this content um i know that you kind of adopted right away the whole idea of and part of it was like the pandemic kind of forced everybody to, but you guys were kind of like coming together during that time. Um, you kind of embraced the idea of like, okay, we're not putting out a full record. We're putting out singles or we're going to put out an EP and we're going to concentrate on uh, the visual aspect of things and videos and keep putting things out every, every couple of months to keep things going. Um, mm -hmm. So it seems like you're kind of like, right on that curve or ahead of the curve with that because a lot of people are still trying to like cling on to that old methodology record. of like we need to make a record and then we need to tour behind it and it's like where or how are you going to do that yeah yeah um yeah. what is it was it like was it not being able to play shows that kind of made you think in terms like that or was that always kind of a thing for you guys where you were like hey you know like i put out a record in in a month the record's a month old and everything's old you know, like what, what kind of brought you to that? 
I'd say a little bit of, of all of that. Uh, I take a lot of inspiration from different, you know, different genres and, and account, kind of everything on, on the way things run. And Billy and I, and, my, and I were talking about how a lot of hip hop and rap artists, they'll put out, you don't see them dropping albums every other year, mm-hmm. but they might drop three or four singles in, you know, six months that last them those six months, you know, and kind of just stretch out the longevity of whatever they're trying to promote at the time. So we were like, you know what, let's just pump out a ton of singles for now while we work on the full length record. So we can kind of ride the momentum from all, from all these singles over the, over an expanded period of time while promoting this EP. So then when the full length drops, we kind of have more, you know, just much more supporting content leading up to that release. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. smart. It's, it's funny the, uh, that you brought up like hip hop and stuff, because I, I tend to think that like rock is so far behind hip hop in a lot of the ways that they're pushing music forward. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and when I say rock, like I, I just, I'm one of those people that encompasses all genres into rock. I'm like, Oh, do you have heavy guitars and you're aggressive and you have loud vocals or high or low or whatever? You're a rock band. (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. You can be, there's too many sub genres to like, you know, yeah, like it, subgenres, that, I like. and I think that's one of the things. It's like it 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 pits something against something else all the time, and and then it makes it like, well, I like this kind, and I, that means I can't like that kind, or I do this, so I can't yep. do that. But um, I I was speaking to it was a weird conversation. It's going to sound like a name drop, but I promise it's not. I was I was at Nam, and I actually had like five seconds to talk to DJ Ashba, <laughs> the guitar player of Six AM. And it oh, was wow. because it was because he was showing uh, some kind of recording content thing that he was doing and and did like a talk on it. And he was answering questions and he brought up he was like, if you look at hip hop, what you have is you have people releasing singles. You have people appearing on each other's records. You have people co-writing with other people. And he was like, and and you look over at rock and and people say that, like, rock is dead and nobody's listening anymore. And it's like, no, it's just it's trying so hard to stay antique. It's not yeah. embracing um, the the kind of the commingling of of people and bands and and new technologies and things like that. And he goes, yeah. it's so far behind that that's why you're seeing so much more growth in hip hop than you are in rock, and why it's kind of being left. Well, I feel behind. I feel like that's kind of the way it is with hop uh, with pop as well because. You know, again, everything is new, 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 new. But you know, even here, and I, I don't know if you, you guys probably deal with this too. It's like there, everything is cover bands, everything is classic rock bands. There's yeah. not a lot of modern rock stations out there because everybody's trying to, like you said, cling on to what what there was. And it's like, no, you got to evolve, you got to move forward, you got to change a little bit, you got to change your mode of thinking. So yeah, yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, you it, have like. Scorpion or whatever, you know, some 70s, you know, 80s band headlining a festival in like 2020. And right. it's like, what the fuck are we doing? You know, like, like those guys are, you know, it's like super old bands, you know, like they had their heyday or whatever it was. And like, that's, you know, yeah, cool, it's but, like, you know, let's... how are they still filling? How are they still filling places that big? And they're not, <laughs> they're on a yeah, festival, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's like, you, like it, you, you used, I, the way I always thought of it was like, you know, you got those bands and they get really big and then other bands start to get big. And then those bands that were big start to play theaters in Vegas <laughs> and then right. the new bands 
take over, start doing it. And they're just, man, they're just not letting it happen. Just holding on. Nobody's letting yeah. it happen. It's also because I, I think uh, a big portion of it also is because um, the cost of all that stuff has gone up so much that the only people that can afford it are people that are chasing nostalgia stuff. Yep. You know, yeah. Um, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta have a career job to go to enough concerts because it's three hundred dollars a ticket. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's it it ends up being crazy, and it prices it prices people out of going to see bands that they want to see. Mm -hmm. So there's no reason to put those bands on a bill. They're like, oh, we can put you know we can put a current band on the bill and charge twenty five bucks a ticket, or we can put uh, Scorpions on the bill and some old person's going to pay $300 to come see them. Yeah. And then we can put a bunch of bands underneath them that people will pay 25 bucks to sit in the nosebleeds or, you know, yeah, well, I mean, I'm guilty of that. I, like I that. paid, I pay however much I need to, to see kiss anytime they play Jersey PA or, or New York. So right, kinda, right. my guitar plays it, too. dude, my guitar plays the same way. I think kiss is a an institution now. I think that's a yeah, different. They're different, different. Dude. <laughs> It's just they're different. That's my favorite band of all time. Like no ifs, ands, or buts. Like diehard Kiss fan. So now speaking of of like evolving, changing culture, that kind of stuff. And you you recorded your first record. Um, did you do any of the recording of this newer record? And now you know you're down in Virginia Beach. Mm -hmm. um, so how did that work? Because nowadays it's we're able to embrace this new technology and like you know with two hundred bucks you can get. A, a DAW and a interface and just play some guitar parts or right. sing a few vocal harmonies or, or melodies or whatever it is and just throw it off to the guys in Jersey. Um, did that happen at all with this yeah. new record? Yeah, so it was actually an interesting process. So with the first record, so um, my buddy Pat, and like he's a friend of the band, his name is Pat um, uh, Barraway Studios. Like it's like he has like a home, uh, home studio in Oldbridge. Um, so we did a lot, we tracked this new record, um, at his studio. Um, but Billy and I, Chris, I think you, you even came down once or twice. Um, we did pre-pro like Billy has like his, um, he, like, I can't record for shit. Like, I, I guess that maybe just to like, clarify, like, I don't know how, I don't know anything about the recording like process. I just like to write, like, to write I'm a lot of shit. Um, like, I don't know any of that stuff, but Billy has like, he actually just came down. We just did a, we were doing so, um, a vocal cover. Um, we're doing something uh, for that band Transit. Um, so we just, uh, we're covering that band, uh, band Transit. But, um, nice. but yeah, so like he came down and then we did pre-pro and then we like went through those tracks and you know, what we liked and didn't like. And then we eventually went to Pat and he pretty much just, um, I guess it was in, over a course of like a week or two um i had to come up to jersey i think twice and it's like a seven hour drive so you know it is what it is but um we we did over like two weeks or so and recorded and tracked everything at his place um and then uh it went to um his name is jeff um jeff mckinnon and he has he uh mixed and mastered our record so um yeah it was a lot of a lot of driving like i guess for me and <laughs> for billy and i because i'm right. like I'm like a good 400 miles ish away. Like I live like, right. you know, it's like super, it's pretty far, I guess, you know, from Jersey, but a lot, you know, it's good that we can, you know, like he can come and, you know, just, you know, well, he has like an interface or we'll just sit and we'll just pre-pro. And I went up to Jersey a few times and we'll just pre-pro there and just take things that we like and don't like and 
just you know have fun with it writing is like what i i don't know how to record i i have no patience for like i hate being in the studio actually like like being in the studio and being like harassed like you know you need to do this again need to do this again and do, do this again i want to like put my head through a fucking wall andy, so, doesn't, like, andy doesn't like being told that that i'm with you he's got to do something more than like twice yeah. once it gets past the second take he he starts steaming from his ears yeah so. no like i have like zero patience for it like i like i love writing like the material like all right like let's conceptualize this shit like all the parts together transition so on and so forth but like when it actually comes to tracking it and then it's like you just keep fucking up the same part over and over and you, you just like i'm done you know just want to give up and just sit in the corner you know but that that's that's just me but you know but chris he nails it you know chris everyone else they can they can they get it they have a lot more patience but i'm like yeah. no nah. I hate everything. So, Andy, it's not just you. Yeah. It's him too. It's not just you, man. I can't stand record. I hate the whole process. I hate everything about it. It's yeah. like a necessary evil to be able to like see the completion of a song that I wrote and then also to get on stage somewhere and do it. But like, yeah. other than that, I'm like, oh, I hate this part. I know the opposite where I love it. Like, I love yeah. being in the studio because I feel like some of the most important parts of writing a record are done in the studio like you change mm -hmm. so many stuff so many parts up because you'll hear it like a lot of times i'll be doing vocals and i'll be singing a line or whatever the way we wrote it going in and then we'll notice you know maybe that guitar part is what needs to change you know maybe we don't need to change this up maybe let's go in and, and, and change this here and then we'll do we you know do some things like that i feel like that happened a, a, a couple times on this record oh yeah. Right. yeah and so like my favorite part my, my favorite part about actually being in the studio isn't so much for recording but it's just you know like the producing aspect of it and really just, yeah analyzing the music itself and kind of picking everything apart and figuring out what works. And that's why I feel like the single Hope Like Hell came out so well. I'm like, we're super proud of it because that was such a collaborative effort on everybody's part. I'd say probably more than any other song on, on the whole EP. Like it was just so much of everybody's kind of influences grabbing and picking in here and there. And it was just, that was, that was really enjoyable for me. So how much of that song was, how much of the parts of that song were conceptualized beforehand and how much, happened in the studio because there's a lot of different things going on oh, in yeah. that song, which is really cool. Like you'll hear like uh, counter guitar parts that are like interplaying with each other and parts that come in like mid song and then carry throughout the like melody lines and things like that. Um, was, was all that from the beginning, like as a band, you kind of figured that out or was some of that like in the studio, like, Oh, I got a thing, you know, and then figured it out. There was like a loose structure be like put together um, a long time ago. Um, like just, you know, there was like the beginning and like just some parts here and there that were, you know, were kind of like, ooh, that could be cool. And then once like everyone kind of collaborated, especially like what Chris said, like in the studio, um, that's, you know, that part is great. You know, like, cause we really got to see like this song come to life. Um, and, you know, things like on the fly just kind of, you know, we're like, ooh, that's a really cool melody or like, let's do this. And a lot of those like really defined, like refined parts really came about in the studio, but there was like a loose structure beforehand, just, you know, just like, here's an idea. And then just kind of in the studio and just like after pre-proing a bit, like in the studio, we just kind of like went wild with it. And we're like, you yes. know, let's just try this. We, as a band, I think we really love to experiment and just try shit, you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, you know, but it, I think it's, we all agree that it's worth to give it a shot and see what oh, happens. Yeah, for sure. And I think but, a strong point of everybody too is that we we can all improvise our own instruments pretty well. So mm -hmm. when we're working on on mixing up these different parts and working, oh, what can fit here? Like maybe we do something else here. 
in the studio on the fly, Billy will just, you know, pull out a, a crazy guitar part that we're like, okay, yeah, that works. Or, you know, we came up with some great lyrics on the fly because we didn't like the old ones. And then I'm just in the booth vocal, you know, just singing random stuff that we're just going to throw at the wall, see if it sticks. And mm-hmm. some, my, like our favorite parts on the song came from stuff like that. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's Especially just, like, during that clean part. That, yeah. During, yeah. That clean, during that clean part, a lot of Chris's vocals were just like, like we were like, I was like hearing him like put it together. I was like, holy shit. Like, this is fucking, this is so good. Like, and he was just, yeah. just so like, just, you know, so fluid, just kind of, he was just doing his thing and it was very, it felt very natural, very organic. So it nice. was really dope. That's awesome. Really dope to hear that. That's awesome. Now you mentioned that you have three guitar players. How, how does that work? Cause like, you know, I mean, I gotta tell you, I've had one guitar player bands and one guitar player is too much. Um, <laughs> So how do you guys, how do you guys like get everybody on the same page? I mean, obviously at some points you got to be playing the same thing, but like what, what happens? What, when you guys, three guitar players get into a room besides loud, what else happens? Um, uh, so we use like different, um, like I guess the alternative like tunings, like I don't know if you've ever heard of the band American football. Mm -hmm. Um, like, so they have like, a lot of those weird like open tunings and so like i don't know i can't really play in like standard like you know like with chords like i could play in those weird open tunings with like okay. a bunch of different capos and shit like you know on this fret this fret and this fret um so like i'll play like those like it has like a shimmery kind of sound to it and then billy and our other guitar julie are like better guitar players than me <laughs> so they like really could like hold the song down and i just like fill in in oh, i like fill in certain parts here and there but um yeah that's like not a dynamic we yes we have but it's it's a lot of just messing with tones and with you know so you basically you have, filling things out you have two guitar players that exactly. are pretty much handling probably like the rhythm and then the yeah. melody of the song and then your color yeah like i'm like because i've seen you know for certain parts and um right you know, i'll try to focus on my vocals rather than those you know guitar parts um right right and playing guitar just for a little like more texture more of a, like that like kind of has like a shimmery kind of like pretty sound. so you fuse that with like the heavier guitar tones and it kind of has like a mm-hmm. you know interesting kind of tone um so that's where i you know i come in live setting so that's awesome but yeah they, really they definitely cool. They definitely handle a lot of the the bulk of it because they're like super super talented, like they're tight tight guitar players. And, um, so it's really works out. You know, we kind of almost need three, especially there's like lead on record where like we can kind of like, ooh, you could play this and I'll play this, and you know, kind of split it um, amongst us three easier. If that makes sense. Nice. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. that's that's really cool. That's it like a total sense. It's a really cool concept. That's that's like you guys are doing what you do in the studio like layering guitars yeah but you're able to do it live yeah as opposed to yeah well yeah think about it anytime anytime i've been in the studio recording guitar parts it's like you record your guitar part and then you record what's going to go over the top of that and then oh we need some kind of high droning thing over the top of that oh now we need something with an effect over that so you're able to just kind of like do that in a live setting as well then you guys listen back to the track go to rehearsal and go okay what's expensive right. here what can we get rid of what can we get rid of <laughs> in a live setting where it won't sound awful or missing yeah. pieces you know and that, that's right. that's really cool I, I really love that 
Yeah, we know like like Andy, Billy, and Julia, our three guitar players, are all super tight and like always on. So like, if you're gonna do the three guitar player thing, you need everybody's got to be tight. If one person's off, it's it's just gonna sound like a cluttered jumbled mess. The first first time I saw a pop punk band with three guitars was the Wonder Years at Warp Tour. I couldn't tell you the year, but they run three guitar players when they play live show. And I was like, that's sick. Like, I love how this sounds. And I was like, how can they do this? Like, every time I listen to them on records, like, you can tell, like, they do a lot of harmonizing leads and things like that. And that was something I always loved about them. So now the fact that we're kind of able to do that same thing and really, like, and have a really full sounding live show, I think is just something that's really stands us apart. Yeah, that's awesome. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, Jim Z. You think grilling season is over? Mm, almost, right? Or no. No. Grilling season is never over because okay. of a new sponsor of ours. Ooh, what is it? Grillyourassoff.com. I love the name already. Yeah. Uh, it's a veteran-owned company that sells spices, barbecue sauces, cool swag, even like even uh, cookbooks. Oh, you know what? I you sent me a link to that. I checked it out. That was awesome. They had some uh, some cool recipes right on their site. That was pretty awesome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it, that that's for free. But now that they're a sponsor, they've decided that if you use the promo code Bacon, you get ten percent off your order. Dude, that's awesome. I'm yeah. ready. I'm I'm definitely ordering some spices. They had a couple that looked really killer. Yeah, and and it's really there's so many different selections. That there's really a spice for everybody. Um, the, the guys that are like heat heads and even the people that just want something subtle, delicious, sweet, whatever it is. Uh, they've got something for everybody. Awesome. Did we order any? Did we have any coming? We've got some coming. Nice. And we're going to do some tasting episodes over on the Patreon. Awesome. So with stick a around. Bit of grill your ass off stuff. Stick around, everyone, because uh, once we get those in, we're going to taste them. We're going to go through them. And then we're going to let you know what we think and uh, maybe give you some, uh, some choices that we would kind of go for. So once again, head over to grillyourassoff.com. Use that promo code BACON and get 10% off. Sweet. Hi, my name is Patty Negri. I am a psychic, medium, and good witch. And I am consuming bacon is my podcast. Yeah, and and you know, and uh, I do it every once in a while too. But like, you're not running tracks. You, you well, do you guys run tracks or no? We don't. Yeah, I mean, nice. you don't have to run tracks. Um, yeah, exactly. I do because I I don't want more people in my band. <laughs> I I I like to keep it pretty simple. But no, I mean that's pretty cool. That you know, and and that definitely differentiates you guys from most bands because everybody's running tracks now yeah and everybody yeah. has to run tracks for that full sound so that's really really cool yeah, yeah i like that too. Yeah. i like when a band can do that yeah no like there's like no egos it's like who wants like we'll just like whoever's you know like you could play this you could play this and you know i'll play this and we just you know just kind of go from there like no one's like i want to play this lead in a song like we're not we're not like right. that. like every everyone's like really like yeah dude whatever's gonna work best for the dynamic and you know that's it so Hey man, the the song is the uh, the, the song is the master that we all serve. Yeah, <laughs> not, so we're not all, our we're all not there. our own not our own exactly. selves, you know. Yeah. yeah, and we're all fortunate. Like we're all really cool about just you know whatever's going to work best, and I think that's why you know as such a we have such a tight bond, you know. So yeah. it's really dope. 
That's cool. It seems like you got like um, very different styles of playing too. Um, I can speak from just a, a guitar and a vocal standpoint because I don't I I fake everything else except drums, which I just can't even understand. Uh, but there's different styles going on, which is cool too. So you guys interplay those styles pretty like very well. Like what kind of influences? You know, we know we know Chris is a is a Kiss Army. Uh, mm -hmm. Kiss Army guy, what's where? Where's where's your influences coming from? And Chris, I'm sure you have more than Kiss. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. What what? Uh, where are we drawing influence from when we're listening to this? You mentioned the Wonder Years, which is a three guitar pop punk band, which is excellent. Um, where else are you kind of like drawing from? For me, vocally, I some of the pop punk bands I first started listening to um, were like Newfound Glory and things like that. But that's right. not really my my kind of uh, range. That's a, or, that's or a specific vocal, style, vocal. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I I think I took a lot of inspiration from Derek Sanders from Mayday Parade right, when I was okay. like when I was trying to find my voice with a lot of the the higher stuff that he does. He I noticed he would always do this kind of like raspy thing to kind of cover up the higher notes maybe not coming out as powerful or clean mm -hmm. and i kind of really adopted that into my style of singing as well as um there's a band called i'm the avalanche their singer vinnie carolana you guys might know obviously I'm pretty sure they're from long island or brooklyn or somewhere out there in new york um those i'd say those are probably two of the bigger vocal influences from our genre that i've i've really took from to, to kind of find my voice there nice how about outside the genre like where where what made you like to start singing in the first place, what was it? Uh, well, I'm actually a big musical theater guy. So okay. I started singing when I was five, six years old. I couldn't tell you how old I was when I did my first show, but I grew up doing musicals and stuff like that my entire life. Like I was the, I was the lead in the musical my senior year of high school. Like that's just been, that was my life up until, you know. Nice. What was like, the show? I was like 18. It was Godspell. I played Jesus. Godspell. Wow. Nice. Yes. Nice. Good one. Yes. <laughs> nice. Andy, what about you? Um, yeah, I I say for me, um, Coheed. I'm a big Coheed fan. Mm -hmm. I have like a, I have a big giant Coheed tattoo on my arm, and I've seen them like six or se sixteen or seventeen times. Um, nice. So I'm a big Coheed fan. I love like a lot of like old school Thrice and like Seosin. I'm um, like that post hardcore kind of stuff. Oh, um, I love Artist in the Ambulance. I love it. Yeah, perfection. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's some of my favorite shit. Um, and I also like a lot of the like the old school Midwest emo stuff, like the Promise Ring and American Football, and then like you know, like minus the bear and you know right, mineral yeah. and all that shit. And then, but I guess yeah, that's where I guess like it's you know Blink, you know Newfound Glory, um, definitely like obviously like probably my biggest you know like huge influences. And then you know, um, I like a lot of you know. I guess I take inspiration from like old, like hard, like I guess like the hardcore kind of stuff, you know, uh, yeah. like old hundredth, um, you know, like I guess more of the melodic hardcore, like counterpart and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and you know, even like like at the gates kind of stuff, like that, you know, old metalcore kind of two thousand ten, two thousand eleven kind of shit. Um, those riffs, you know, like those kind like kill switch and whatnot, like those, yeah. you know, those those you know those just those chuggy riffs. Like that, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what, you know, but like fusing now with like pop punk, like it's like, I don't know, it's kind of cool, you know, some shit like that. So, that's, oh, yeah. You mentioned Mineral and like I, I heard about Mineral from my old drummer and they were like his favorite band for a good yeah. six months. And we were on yeah. tour and it was like literally anytime he drove, it was just, just that record over and over and over again, <laughs> which was awesome because yeah. I was, I was like, all right, dude, I'm down. I'm in. I was, I was like, 
Because when I was on, when I was on, it was like I think it was uh, the first used record and uh, Artist in the Ambulance. Yeah, was my was my two. That and, like, first fun. used record is my number. Oh. It's in my top three. Chef's Dude. kiss. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Every yeah. every song. Every song. Yeah. yeah. Front to back, I can listen to that anytime. Anytime it's on, I have to finish the record. Like I yeah. can't listen to just like two or three songs. Like I'll sit in my car and finish out the record if I have to. If I yeah, I don't have any skips yeah. either. I don't have any oh, skips yeah, yeah. on that record yeah. at yeah. all. Yeah. I, it's like you know, that I, and sticks and stones for me. I can. Oh yeah. Whole yeah. Uh, fairly recently, I, I've seen them. Uh, probably about three years ago, and then before that, like four or five years ago, they were right. doing anniversary shows for some of the, yep. some of the records and stuff. And um, they put out a record. I forget what the name is. Um, I'll find it out. But that was not very good. The newest one, Heartwork. Heartwork yep. is good. Yeah. Hard work is really good. I like the one it a lot. before that. I think was it's like there oh, was there was one good song. On they're it, one of those bands that's completely fearless to me. Like yeah. they're, they're just like, hey, we're gonna write a, a we're gonna do what we want. Yeah, we're gonna write a complete yeah. pop song right now. And Bert's still and got right it. afterwards. We're gonna write does. a complete Fuck. hardcore song right afterwards. And yeah, yeah, they're gonna be back to back, and you're gonna listen to the record, and you're gonna go, what the fuck just happened in my head just now? Yeah. Yeah, they're another one of those bands that I have to see live anytime they're in the area. Anytime they play Starland Ballroom, I think yeah. in the last like fifteen years, I've I have been at that show. So <laughs> like, nice. yeah, yeah. So they, they, it's a long it's a long running thing on this show is that I hate going to New York City for shows. I mm -hmm. always go but to Starland. For absolutely, Starland hop over hundred like percent. That's where I've that been the venue for me since I was a kid. Like it was that, or I'd rare I'd go to shows in Crock Rock and in, in Allentown. I don't know. If oh, you okay, really yeah, know, know that. I grew up like 30 minutes from there in, over the bridge in Jersey. So Crockwalk was always easy. And then Starland was kind of like an hour 20 away from me. Okay, but right, that's right. always where I saw all my big shows growing up. That's nice. That's like my second home. I like, I have to play Starland at some point. Like that's on our, that's one of the places I have to get to. Me too. I've I, seen, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I live like in, in Jersey. My parents live like eight minutes from Starland. Like that's, I grew up like, you know, Old Bridge. Oh, so nice. it's in yeah. Sayreville. So yeah. literally, you know, every, Every band, you know, any band that would go through, you know, you know, from Autumn, I remember seeing from Autumn to Ashes and like Fury for a Friend and E Town Concrete and Atreyu and like all those bands, like when I was like 15, 16 years old. And I think last year I was at, um, was, I know I saw Mayday play their Lesson Romantics, um, that anniversary tour for that, for that record. And then I think Armor for Sleep. And oh man, that's, that's such a good video. I saw Armor for Sleep there. Oh yeah. Thursday yeah. used to play there on New Year's Eve all the time. And yeah. that was like yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, my I don't think my brother ever missed a Thursday a New Year's Eve show at Starland Ballroom. Like nice. that was yeah. just epic. Yeah, yeah. I, I the, my last show pre-pandemic, I went to go see Silverstein. Oh, um like great band. just Amazing. that week, that week that they canceled the tour and everybody went home and it was the start of the pandemic. So wow. yeah, man, it was <laughs> freaking it was awesome and and i i'm upset i have not gone there they were not my first show back yeah i actually I, so you're pretty local chris um yeah. so if you get a chance toad's place in uh connecticut i'm trying to think new haven uh that's a pretty dope spot toads like t-o-a-d yeah toad's place it's toad's right place. on okay. it's right on um yale campus and it's okay. it's Sweet area, really cool, like, you know, tons of restaurants and shit like that. But Toads is awesome. It was, like, the first time I got to sit, like, stand on 
sticky floor, like sticky show floor. And you're just like, okay. oh, this is great. No, I, my <laughs> wife and I went and she decided to wear flats. And she's like, I can't walk fast because it keeps on. It, it holds my shoe down. And every time I lift my foot, I'm like, isn't it the best? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's weird. The things you miss, like, like when we all had to stay home and everything, the things you think of that you miss that you don't realize until you go back when you step on a sticky floor and you're like, oh, I'm yeah. home. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. You get in a van with like four other dudes to go do something and you, and you're like, it stinks in you here. You smell. I'm home. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the smoking section star. Like, like I don't smoke. I don't smoke cigarettes, but I liked going out there and right. like just like taking a break. But I loved like the atmosphere. Like it was just like people just chilling. That's what I missed like a lot. Like just like being outside in the smoking section. Like it like when it was like November, December, and it was freezing. Right, right. But just like the <laughs> smell of it, I'm just like, you know, you just feel like you're at a show. Like I don't know, there was just something like nostalgic or there's something that like make that I you know, that is part of that, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So. so I've been I've been going to Starland for uh, I mean it's gotta be all of like 15 years now. And like two things. One, like two spots that are awesome. One is the pizza place up the block that never has the lights working okay that that place is great but more recently we found uh the brick house in asbury right no no it's like um i don't i don't even know what town it's in but it's like right it's like maybe 10 15 minutes away from starland it's after you get off the um this is a journey jersey turnpike so it's right after you get off the, the Sayerville exit and it's, it's on the way to Starland. And my wife and I start, started going there. If you ever get a chance, pretty sweet place. Okay. My go-to stop every Starland show, my brother and I always just have to go to Wawa up the street. There's, there's a Wawa literally right up the street from Starland. <laughs> every show we stop at Wawa. Yeah. Wawa we get is the best. And we get Wawa iced tea and we go home. That's, that's, um, that's the move every time. All right, being being banned, being a touring band, being in multiple places. Are you guys Wawa guys or are you sheet guys? Sheets all day. And Chris is gone. Andy, you? <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm gonna say I, I really like I really like Wawa. Like, don't get me wrong. I have I have. There's a lot by me. There's also Royal Farms. Royal Farms is pretty good. But yeah, forever, they have some if, pretty sweet iced teas and stuff. They do. They they definitely yeah, they do. do. But if I had to honestly pick between, like, if it was like, all right, you're going to pick one, it's going to be Sheets. Sheets, Sheets, rock. Sheets, dude, Sheets I, mozzarella I sticks sheets. are god tier. Sheets yeah, mozzarella sticks are the best. And that's the only reason why I pick Sheets. Because yeah. I love Wawa's hoagies. Like, I absolutely love everything about Wawa. But Sheets mozzarella sticks, dude, yeah. unbelievable. No, it, it's definitely, it's great. My big Wawa has a whole Instagram page dedicated to Sheets Mozzarella Sticks, but it's like (laughs) he rates rates movies, so it's it's at Mozza Ratings. Do a little plug for my boy Andy. It's at Mozza Ratings on Instagram, and he rates movies out of one through six Sheets Mozzarella Sticks. And he's like become friends with the guys from Sheets. Like they catered his wedding with Sheets Mozzarella Sticks last month. Like it's, it's. it flourished into an incredible thing, and I, That's I awesome. absolutely love it. Yeah, one of our one of our friends um, used to play bass yeah. for for you. Has a Wawa tattoo. And wow. He's got the bird on. He's on got the, the bird on. on. So he brought it in to show them, and they he's got discounts at Wawa. Yeah, he now. gets he gets all sorts That's of discounts. Awesome. Now my Wawa thing is breakfast, so I'll get eggs, steak, 
uh, their Southwest um, Chipotle sauce and um, and sautéed onions. Ooh, and that, that is just an amazing breakfast. <laughs> it's, I'm it's, just such it, a, if I'm doing fast food breakfast, I'm such a slut for McDonald's breakfast. That's, like, that's not fast food breakfast. That's my well, go-to. Oh, you're all there. <laughs> Come on, man. Get out of my house. Come on. I, I okay. love McDonald's. McGriddles, McGriddles are amazing. They're their the own big, thing. The big breakfast with hotcakes. I haven't had the hotcakes. Actually, it was funny. So where I work, my nine to five or seven to five, whatever it is at the day, um, my my coworkers, they all go to the coffee truck. You know, the right. roach coach that comes around. That dude had McDonald's hotcakes and he came rolling in with this, this tray of hotcakes. And I was like, man, I haven't had that in a long time, but it's not in styrofoam anymore. It can't taste the same. Yeah, they're in like plastic. They give yeah, you like yeah. a plastic little thing. Yeah. But there was something different about McDonald's hotcakes that it wasn't pancakes. It's like something. Yeah. It's the, it's the MSG they're sprinkling in. Maybe. Which is delicious. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. I like I like Burger King. Everyone shits on me in the band for liking Burger King. I think Burger King's S tier. Like I think Burger, Burger King's, King's breakfast used to be the shit back in the day with the French dude, toast sticks from Burger King. Oh, those are their hash browns. Yeah, you but get have the, you got you get the smaller ones and they're like that's way better than one like hockey puck McDonald's where you get the tiny little ones and now that's just far, far, far not my, far better. It's I feel like anything you get from Burger King now was stale first and then they cooked it and now it's just hot and stale. Yeah. yeah. Thank I you. love it. Thank hot you. And stale we all start telling Andy that Burger King is shit because we're we're yeah. Wendy we're a Wendy's band. Oh yeah. yeah well everybody's a Wendy's band. Spice Wendy's is our band. go to yeah. number six. I, anytime Billy and I've done anything band related, it's usually like, oh you want to stop at Wendy's on the way home? Right. That's like that's our go-to. Andy, I, I will say my wife, Jen, she is with you. So every once in a while she's like, I really want Burger King breakfast, and I'll go. <sighs> okay. No, it, the the original chicken sandwich from Burger King is the best. I will argue that is the best fast food sandwich in all of fast food across America, whatever. That is a perfect fucking sandwich. I don't give a shit what anyone says, it's like with the Italian breadcrumb dressing, breadcrumbs, and like the mayonnaise, and now that shit is now Jen. I'm the Jen, hey again, man, everybody, any anybody can be wrong at any time, and that's now, totally cool. Again, shout out to my wife. <laughs> uh, she thinks the same thing, and she puts sour, uh, no, uh, sweet and sour sauce on it. Oh, it's it's great. Like no matter what you do, it is that is, and they have. I think your wife might need to go to jail for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what so I am weird. saying though. Is so Burger King is swill, and uh, <laughs> so yeah. Sorry, I mean, it's I Wendy's think it's all day. Here. No, Wendy's I think it's all day. Wendy's. Billy's gonna no. be thrilled to see that everybody else just agreed with us. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, mean no. spicy chicken sandwich is my jam. Like, I, I'll go to Wendy's and I'll always have another order. Like, they they always have these crazy burgers with onion straws and jalapenos and cheese yeah. sauce pretzel, and pretzel bun on a pretzel, pretzel bun, bun. And, yes, oh. and and I'll go, that looks awesome. I think I'm going to get that. And I go up there and they're like, what do you have? Uh, uh, number six. <laughs> every time. Every time I buckle under the pressure. Spicy chicken sandwich. Every time. I usually just go with the biggie bag. Get a little like whatever the cheese. It's like a junior junior bacon cheeseburger or Dave's yeah. Double or whatever. With yeah. some chicken nuggets and fries and a frosty on the side, dude. Like you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, it's, it's a little That's bit true. of everything. That's true. It's, it's nice. a good it's it's nice. sampler. Sampler platter. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, sorry. Sorry we shit all over your favorite uh, fast food. 
Andy. It's just sometimes when you're wrong, you're wrong. No, I mean, look, it's 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 definitely my favorite, but I think like I guess my regional favorite like is Cookout. I don't know if they, uh, you guys have ever had Cookout before. Oh no, I have not had it. I've heard of it. Um, my parents live down in South Carolina, so mm-hmm. like, and I've been down that way, and and I've seen it before. I've never had it. That is, I would say that's like that's the best in, in terms of like just you know like Burger King's you know all over the place, but like in this area, like in the South, that is like they're open to like I think like two or three in the morning. And you're just, it, it's a great, like, hangover food, you know, like, it's just when you just, it's just great. It's great. And it's yeah. cheap. Two, and two or three in the morning. A, that's important. Yeah. And you can get, you can get a quesadilla as a side or as a main thing. You get, like, corn dogs and you have cheesecake, like, shakes. I think they put a full piece of cheesecake in the shake. Like, they do some, they do some wild shit. And it's definitely, no, you should definitely, it's like, yeah, everyone that comes, to, everyone that comes down. <laughs> that comes down here and like that's where we're going because Andy said that we're going to get cookout twice and i've been down to virginia twice since he's moved there and i haven't had cookout zero well next next time it <laughs> believe me it's on me next time i will get you whatever you want. I can get a case of the as a fucking like it's, it's document. documented it's, it's, document. document. it's documented now yeah. that's right next time no I, that, that's cookout. fine i will it's, it's there's so a cheap. source to cite <laughs> Andy, if you want, we can edit this out too. Don't worry. This is this is no, pre-recorded. No, no, I, I will do it. I will I'm poor, dude. I need the free meal. I, I, I will. I will get I'm it. A struggling absolutely. musician. We can I also just cut this out and send this little piece to you. See? So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, speaking of being poor, struggling musicians. Yeah. Uh, we gotta pay some bills. Yes. Real quick. And you're gonna help um, us. And you're gonna help us. That's the best part. Um, okay. So we've got a sponsor called Poddex. They're awesome. They're an awesome company uh they what they do is they create decks they're 50 cards in a deck and um they have different pod uh, podcast episode ideas and different questions you can ask guests if you don't have verbal diarrhea like we do right um if you have hard time breaking the ice pod decks is, is your answer yeah so and you guys are gonna pick one of the decks so run them through the decks okay so there's uh, a number of de- decks there's uh the episode deck don't pick that one. Uh, there's uh, there's the episode, uh, the interview deck, interview deck two. There is what the heck deck. There's would you rather, uh, and then they have two new ones that we got. Uh, one is the how dare you, Must which you gotta you gotta <laughs> say it like that. Must be said like that. And uh, the other one is the <laughs> what the fuck deck. Which also needs to be said like that. Yeah, yeah. So um, guys, if you want to pick a deck. Go ahead and pick. You one. can pick different decks, whatever yeah. works. Do we have to? Did like, you say one was called "What the Deck" or was it "What the Heck Deck"? No, what the, what the fuck? Heck and what, and the, what fuck. the heck? Oh, okay. I'll go with "What the Heck." What the heck? Okay. Thanks. And, it's on the bottom. <laughs> and do I pick one also, or do I? Yeah. Whatever you want to do, yeah, you, can, you can pick the same one, or you can pick a different one. Um. Uh. Can I do the? Uh, I guess the would you rather deck. Would you rather? Would you rather? Right. Uh, both are quite popular. Um, yes, yes. On the show. So while I prepare those, Jim's going to run down how you can help the show. Exactly. If you're a listener and you want to help out the show and you also want some cool pod decks, you can go to poddecks.com and uh, check through all their stuff. They have all kinds of swag. They have the decks. They have orders where you can get like uh, a selection of three decks uh, or you can buy them just one by one. Yep. Uh, they're a cool company. They're a smaller company and uh, 
the dude will email you to say thank you for purchasing. Travis from them. is the man. Yeah. So if you go there, grab some stuff, put it in your cart, and at checkout, in the uh, promo code area, you can put the word bacon. Because bacon makes everything better. Yep. You'll get 10% off your entire order. So, uh, yeah, head over to poddex.com. Not now, but, like, after the show. And you can check that out. And uh, if you can't remember afterwards and you're like, what was that pod thing that they were talking about? Just go to baconismypodcast.com and our sponsor page. It is on there. And you can hit the link and go right there. And and the reminder is right down at the bottom of this description. Yes. all links. So, with too. that said, Chris, here's the uh, what the heck deck. Uh, he's going to scroll his finger. You tell him when to stop. I am going from my left to my right, your right to your left. Stop. Stopping right now in the middle somewhere. The question is, what is your favorite microwavable food? Ooh. Favorite microwavable food it has to be the state fair corn dogs that I get at ShopRite. State <laughs> fair corn. All right. They're oh, fire, it- dude. I'm telling you. Corn dog man. All they right. cook in like 30 seconds. And they're insane. Do they cook all the way in thirty seconds? How how yeah, small? Yeah, dude, these? they're good. They're really good. Are they small? No, or are they you like... wrap them in a paper towel and you uh-huh. pop them in the microwave for like thirty seconds? Amazing. Or the banquet chicken pot pies. My old roommate. Oh was, yeah. Oh, now we're throwing in a whole different cuisine. Yeah. So my my old roommate when I first moved out of the house, I was in college. I was like, I moved into my buddy's mom's basement, and then, but she would always go to the store. And buy these freaking chicken pot pies. Oh. Nobody in the house would eat them, so my buddy and I would, you know, we'd smoke or whatever. And then uh, the next morning, there's maybe three or four pot pies left in the freezer. So that's that's probably what I have to go with. I changed my answer officially to the change the answer officially. Yeah, yeah, that sounds awesome. I, yeah. I, the only thing I do remember about microwave chicken pot pies is the center is gonna burn your fucking face off every time. <laughs> yeah, you yes, you have to. You it's have a to lot like a hot pocket. Food. Yes. See, I feel like hot pockets are are like the the outer rim will burn your face off as you break your teeth on the ice puck in the center. No, no, maybe maybe you're not cooking right. it enough. Maybe, yeah. I, have, yeah, maybe I, I have a different I have microwave. Many a hot pocket pockets explode and just destroy my tongue and my taste buds for days. Yeah. Oh, Chris, what about the what about the cheese that hits your lip? Burns your lips. Yeah. That's oh, a blister. You get a blister on your lip from the friggin' cheese that hangs down. Yeah. The struggle is real. The struggle is real. All right, Andy. All right, Andy. We're gonna we're gonna do the same thing for you here with the Would You Rather deck. I am scrolling now. Uh, stop. Stopping right now. All right, Andy. Would you rather work with dead people in a mortuary or work the biggest ER trauma unit in the world? The busiest. Busiest. Sorry. Oh man. Um hmm. I guess what was it the the, the mortuary? Mortuary, you'd be working with, with dead people with the bodies. Okay. Or in the busiest I, trauma ER in the world. I would do the mortuary. I would definitely yeah. do the mortuary. I could I don't think that stress of the would be would be too much for me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, it's stress for me, for me too. Yeah, I don't think I can. It's stress and it's like active, active flesh puncture, punctures and right. But like people are alive still and have hope at least when they come in. You know, yeah. Like, and the mortuary, you know what you're getting. It's like you don't got to deal with the dip- disappointment of like losing someone. Like, right. Yeah, that was a pretty easy one. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah, I think that's a gimme. I think that was a 
It was probably a gimme, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, well, well, thank you for being part deck. of our uh, of our Poddex question of the week. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Chris, you got to for those who are watching, Chris has a CM Punk shirt. It's an old school CM Punk shirt. Yes, it is a WWE right. yep. official. It's a classic CM Punk shirt. Um, how are you liking the Phil Brooks uh, return tour? Are you are you still watching it all? Or Love no? it. Oh yeah, dude! I watch every Wednesday and Friday night. I'm watching Dynamite <laughs> Rampage. You know what? You know what that means. Like, Yep, exactly. Yeah, you know what that means. <laughs> exactly. I liked. Yeah, you, I caught that in the intro when you said that it's Wednesday, and you know what that means. <laughs> I caught that. Um, um, I love yeah. it, dude. I'm I'm happy he's back. I I was actually at All In because oh, nice. we all thought he was awesome. gonna he was gonna come back at All In in Chicago. He didn't, but we went to the pro wrestling tees meet and greet. I didn't get to meet Punk because it was like just a lot of money, and I didn't pay for it. But I think it's great. I thought the Eddie Kingston match was awesome. You know, yeah, at yeah. full gear, I thought that amazing. was great. If he's going into this thing with MJF now, I'm all about that even more. 100%. So, I love it, dude. I'm just so happy he's back. I like my wife was just watching me and during his return, uh, you know, when it was all hyped up, you know, the when he first came back. And I was like a man child in my room, like going crazy. So <laughs> I, I, I'm all about it, dude. He's, well, he's in my top, my top three of all time is Shawn Michaels, Eddie Guerrero, and CM Punk. So oh, I was. It's a good I top three. That's an excellent yeah. top three. It's it's, top it was three. funny, like. The the night he did come back, and there was the rumors. It was like the obvious rumor. We actually yeah, had an it was interview the worst kept secret in pro wrestling. Yeah, That's we we had uh we had a, an interview to do, and we had the interview on the one computer screen, and then it's streaming on the other computer screen. Yeah, and as soon as like the the graphic came up, I went right <laughs> <laughs> because it, it, it wasn't it wasn't video. And then, and then I like very quickly. I'm like, tell me he's coming out to cold personality. So I took took the volume and I just went like really quick as he was walking out. And I was like, <gasps> yeah. And, oh man, nerding out, totally nerding out. I went out. to. I was actually there at his UFC debut in. Cleveland. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Yeah, we drove out for that. I'm a big UFC fan too. Like I yeah. love MMA. Ipe mm-hmm. Miocic is also one of my favorite fighters who was fighting Dude, on that card. Awesome. Yeah. And he's in and his he's hometown. Like, just a super cool dude. Like he's yeah, definitely chill. He's a firefighter and exactly, awesome. dude. He's the he's the man's man. So I I love Stepe. So we went out to the fight for that. He wanted he knocked out Overeem. You know, mm-hmm. kept his title. Whatever it was awesome. But when when he came out to cult of personality in the UFC, it like it was loud in there. Like it didn't seem that loud. Like when I watched it back on on the internet, like it was right. pretty damn loud for being in Cleveland. Like not even in Chicago. Just because Colt's personality is what he was coming out to, everybody yeah. knew that was, you know, yeah. that new punk was stoked. So, yeah, um, that's, actually, that's my fun, guy. fun fact uh, for my wedding, my wedding, I, I was, I got married the summer of punk. Yeah. So, okay. I came out to uh, this fire burns. Nice. Because it was pre cult personality. Yeah. So now yeah. all of my friends, it, like my wife, is a is a big Kill Switch fan too, but mm-hmm. um, but everybody's like. Hey, so and they'll ask in front of her too, and they're like, "Hey, so if Punk switched up to Cult of Personality, would you have come out to it?" And I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely." And Jen's like, "No, no, we wouldn't." <laughs> I was like, "No, I mean, I'm this Fire you. Burns is an elite." It is, song. yeah. It's oh, so, that it's was awesome. a sick intro song. I, I did it. It's clobbering time and everything. But he did. Nice. He did. I love that. He was there. I wanted, I was I there. wanted to do like a DX or an NWO entrance with my groomsmen at mine. I just got married two months ago in September. Oh, cool! Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I, w- I wanted to do something wrestling related so bad, but the furthest we got was on our entrance. My wife and I, we just did like the, the Ric Flair strut walking in. Nice. So that was that. And then a week yeah. later, Ric Flair like, canceled. 
he gets canceled right, for like right. the dark side of the ring yep. stuff. And I was like, okay, maybe not the most <laughs> appropriate time. But hey man, it's okay. You don't have to you don't have to like what Ric Flair did to know how to style and profile. Exactly. Woo! Yeah. Andy, exactly. what about you, man? You, you, yeah, what do you, you get into on? like wrestling or you got other like things to get you out of because when you're doing music and you're a teacher as well, like, what's your release? What else man? do you do to release? Um, so I mean for well as for for wrestling, I mean I was into it when I was a kid. I liked Gold Dust. I thought he was pretty cool. I love yeah. Um Chris knows I like Rokishi. Like the, the ass, the what is it, stink ass? Stink, oh, stink, 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 stink ass is a much better name for it, though. Dude, I was a kid. I was so about that. Like, that is the funniest move, like ever. That was such it a. It sounds way to me. threatening if you're like, I'm gonna give you a stink ass. <laughs> stink ass. <laughs> I was like Triple H and all that. Like I was like, you know, I was into all that. Um, Kane and right. Yeah. Uh, Kane used to scare me as a kid. Yeah, and uh, the Undertaker and all that. But I only knew like like the classic like mid late nineties like two thousand attitude era, dude. Right. You, you, yeah. you watched it during the best era of wrestling. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're good, bro. Anything 100%. after that till like twenty eighteen, maybe when you know New Japan and the Indies really started heating up. You don't need you don't need to watch any of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Summer of Punk and the Money in the Bank with John Cena and all that, but other than that, yeah. The the rest of us good. that stuck with it that whole time, like there's there's dark periods. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I actually oh, yeah. earlier this year, um, I actually stopped watching WWE altogether. Just yeah, not yeah, watching it. I, right. I do. There's a reason I for that. I yeah. I I don't even do that. Like I stuck with um, Peacock until August because it was so cheap. Right. And then August, I was like done um so yeah i i do new japan i do roh i do aew um you know i get I you get, keep you know, up on impact at all are you an impact guy you know impact's got a stigma and i'm trying to like i listen to the jeff jarrett podcast and i'm kind of like trying to shake that stank off and uh, i do want to go back to it yeah, 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 yeah. Jonah debut. Jonah, Jonah debuted last that dude, night. That dude has been treated like gold. He's got two debuts under his belt. Yeah. And dude's been treated like gold. He's he's like a big deal. I love him. And he was he's treated great, like shit. He's really good I mean, he's in great. NXT. I, I want to see him and Keith Lee in a program so oh, bad. Yes. Two massive dudes. Hoss fight. Big meaty men slapping meat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Hoss fight to the max. Exactly. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. And before we get into this week, if one episode just isn't enough for you and you need a little bit more Bacon is My Podcast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Bacon is My Podcast. Over there, you will get access to monthly live streams, discounts on merch, early and commercial free access to Bacon's My Podcast episodes. Some of them are even extended surprise giveaways, additional shows, including Tasting Is My Passion, and of course, Cooking With Bacon Is My Passion. And oh yeah, you get a crap ton of music. That's right, all of Jimmy and Mike's bands, previous, current, Whatever it is, you'll get access to that music, demos, and much, much more. Just head on over to patreon.com forward slash bacon is my podcast and learn what the hoopla 
is all about. Hi, everybody. I am Eric Bischoff, and you're listening to Bacon is My Podcast. All right, so Andy, so you you're you're a lapsed fan from the Attitude Era days. Mm. What what does it for you now? What what is, I I see you know like you, are you are you an anime guy? Are you a video game guy? Are you a what do you got? I, I'm a big movie big movie person. I'm a huge nice. like I, I definitely have like I have a freakish ability for like you know the like you could see a person in a movie and then like tell and you could tell like what other movies they've been in. I could do right. that like like super 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 well um i have i love i love that shit you know but like i guess like my favorite i guess like my top like my top movies would be like goodfellas um shawshank redemption um you know uh fiction like uh like those kinds of movies you know like big quentin tarantino my dad was really my dad's really into like all the gangster movies so like inglorious bastards bro inglorious bastards that's my my top three movies ever yeah Yeah, that's pretty excellent you know, like a lot of that, like you know, old M. Sandler movies and you know shit like that. But um, right now, my wife and I are she's getting me into the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I love all those like that teen kind of like the teen drama, stuff, but like you know, I guess that like the American Pie kind right, of right, yeah. stuff, like you know, um, all you know, like uh, like Van Wilder and all that shit. So yeah, yeah, that stuff, that stuff was always cool. But I nerd out on movies like. You can like pretty. If you can like give me a movie like what what year did that come out? I'll be able to. I, most of the time, I'll be able to get it right. If it's like eighties, nineties kind of era, that kind of okay. stuff. So you know, like I'm 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 into a lot of that like that those niche kind of you know those kind so of. So what we should do? Yeah, we should you, get if you're into podcasts. Also, uh, our buddy uh, Steve Mazon, who we just did um, an episode Thank with. You. He's a he's a stand up comic. My he has a podcast. What a great oh, nice. That's awesome. How <laughs> about you? Special guest star. But he has, uh, uh, what is it called? It's the Maison Movie Club. Yeah, the Maison Movie Club. And so he does a podcast where they pick a movie and they watch it. And then he um, and then he has like comments and everything from that he takes from the Twitter. Yeah. And then they the listeners all talk about it. And then he has a conversation with it, uh, about it with somebody for the whole episode. It's pretty cool. It's like, like a they, book club almost. Yeah. But, yeah. With movies. Right. And, uh, yeah, and he tries to keep I, it on Netflix. So when when Netflix is kind of coming up on that uh, that seasonal lapse, right. where you're like, all right, I got to dig deep. So it, you can always watch it, and then you know, as soon as they refresh the the selections, then you know, he brings brings the the bigger movies. What's uh, what's the most recent movie you saw? Have you have you gone back and seen a movie in a the theater? Um. No, I have HBO Max, so that's been really sick. Like, yeah, not having you know, um, I great. just saw that. I do have um the Paramount Plus. Um, I love mm-hmm. fucking Bar Rescue. I nerd out hardcore on Bar Rescue. <laughs> nice. Like, yes, I need to cut not, you off. I need <laughs> to cut you off for a second. So a week ago, I just I asked in our band group chat if anyone had Paramount Plus that I could borrow because I needed it, and now I know that you have Paramount Plus. So I'm gonna need Billy, password. Billy, Mooch, Billy Mooch is off my shit too, just for fucking bar wrestling because they have like everything, and I nerd out on that because when if you know we go on tour like if wherever I think it's in like North Dakota or something, there's the O Face Bar, and it's like the worst, most shitty, awful bar ever. That I need to go because the episode is so ridiculous. You think we're oh, ever yeah. gonna play in North Dakota? Wait, was that? <laughs> Was that the one that was like on the first floor of a two-story building, but it was like set back? Uh, I don't, I don't know for I don't know off the top of my head. I know like had like the lips as like 
the like symbol for the bar or whatever um but i i need like i just i'm just remembering like those episodes that are just real ridiculous but like i need i need to go like you know but i like i nerd out hard on on bar rescue um but uh the last movie i just watched was that new paranormal activity movie i love all those like paranormal activity movies like all those kinds of things like the religious hard to watch that shit that shit freaks me the hell out like i have to watch with like the lights on like i legitimately am uncomfortable like it's i i find i've I, it's so scary to me like but uh yeah so i i, I definitely i watched all those movies um but yeah so you can you can mooch off my paramount plus if you want i guess i'm guessing i, I guess now I'm a new halo getting, show's coming out i need it yeah. I'm, getting, I'm locked into getting you cook out and mooching off my paramount plus might as well just take my hbo dude, max too. i told you i would trade my hulu or netflix or whatever or, or peacock like i'll trade whatever man i'm not i'm not trying to mooch here no, no, no! Take it, take it. It's fine. It's fine. No, like, it, no, it's like totally okay. Like, legitimately. So, but we yeah, actually so, we did that uh, a while ago when I had uh, New Japan World. Yeah, you, you had and, and, and uh, had he had no, the, no, it was, it was uh, WWE, WWE Network. Network. And then um, nobody wants Peacock anymore, right? It's, I watch The Office whenever, so I love my Peacock and, and The okay. Office. That's yeah, great. That's a lot of, a great I watched BS folding the laundry show to just put on in the background. They had a good, you know? did a good documentary on Ted Bundy. Yeah, I wanted to yes, watch that. I watched that, that too. Cool. Yeah, I wanted to watch that. I, I get into those. Me, me, and me and my girlfriend like it's our our nightly routine. It's like, oh, it's time to go to bed. Okay, let's put on some murder. Yeah, Jen and I. They've got an underrated movie section too. It's not as good yeah. as like HBO Plus. Like no, but, what HBO Max? Max, yeah, what it is. HBO Max. That's yeah. what I love, and like Disney Plus because I'm a big like Marvel movie guy. Like I just watched Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. Oh man, yeah. so good! It just it just came out yeah. on Disney Plus, and, Dude, and, I, have, I, and I, I'm all I have Batman and Spider Man and Deadpool on my arm, and There's Venom and Carnage yeah. in the we're, corner. So we're, yeah, we're, we, we're we, we had to make the hard choice to see either Venom, the new Venom movie, or right. Shang Chi at the you know that was a hard choice. Some, some gift cards, so but we want Venom because you know that the wife likes you know Tom Hardy, so dude, it's great. We did that and great movie, loved it, but. Shang-Chi was so good. I like want so to go good, watch man, it again right? after this. Um, yeah. I just so saw. I love that. I just saw Ghostbusters Afterlife the other day, and I absolutely I loved it. Absolutely, it was good. It. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like. I thought it was good. I heard a couple people say that they didn't like it, and they were like, "Oh, you know, like the the." The character development's not there, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's like, what are you? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, Jen exactly. and I, shut the like, fuck up. Jen and I have talked about it recently too, and and so. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> the most recent movie I've seen was Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh man, oh, I'm sorry. That was a childhood oh, yeah. favorite book of mine when I was little. I love yeah, I mean, I and little. it wasn't bad. But like, we've been introducing the kids. Like, that looks to, awful. It it was okay. Okay, it was okay. How how uh, old are your kids? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, so my my daughter's five. My son is eight. Okay. Um, Arthur Arthur was my favorite. Like at you know at that time. Oh yeah. Okay. Arthur. Oh yeah. Yeah. All over HBO Max, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I don't know actually. I, I know like, I like I love like like Hey Arnold and Doug and like you know yeah. Rocket Power, like those '90s. Like I I watch those. I still watch those all the time. Like Doug, we got a great show. Absolutely, so, yeah, yeah Doug's like, great. Like we the, so basically, Jen and I, we've been trying to like acclimate them to some of the things we liked as kids. So like you know, <laughs> Rugrats, they loved it. Right. Um, <laughs> The uh, but the movie movie wise, like we, we let them watch like Beethoven and you know just like 
movies Air Bud. that were just show them Air Bud. Air Bud. Yeah, it's like you know what? Sometimes... I'd make him watch Marley and Me just because I'm a mean person. Yeah, you're awful. <laughs> yeah, what are you? Um, sick? He's Air a Bud. monster. <laughs> he is a fucking monster. I don't have Air kids. Bud's <laughs> just as much as the next guy, but come on. Airbud sucked. Dude, Air, um, Air, 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 Air Bud sucked. sucked. Yeah, no, it was awful. Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound Two. Oh yeah, they, they loved both of them. Yeah, yeah. But like, Much what happened good. to movies that didn't need this profound undertone of some sort of message? And it was just a fucking movie to just watch. Right? Yeah, like Joe Dirt. Get your mind off Joe Dirt. Dirt. Joe Dierte, yeah, yeah. Dierte. Uh, <laughs> you know, like Joe Dirt and, and like Biodome and right. Dude, things Biodome. like that. Bio what happened to movies, movies like that? Those Polly Shore comedies are undefeated. Pa- Biodome, Man. Son-in-Law, Encino Son-in-Law. Man. Yeah. I, I have the Encino Man DVD on my mantle right now. Like, just you do it like a, That's where it belongs. He did an army one too, right? It was <laughs> in, the in, army the army now. in the army now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah with uh, Tank Girl. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Tank Girl was in it. Tank girl, yeah, yeah. Dude, I love, uh, yeah. Bi- I love Biodome. Biodome, is Biodome so good, such a good movie. What's your name? Encino Man's the best, dude. Encino Man's the No, we's in the juice. No more, we's in the juice. Fun fact: I I sold Stephen Baldwin a bunch of CDs once because I worked at a uh, I worked at a record store in Manhattan, and Stephen Baldwin came in oh, and uh, and came in had a stack of CDs, and he was like, uh, "Hey, do I get a discount?" And I was like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what the I don't know what about me makes you think that I'm a manager. You know, like I'm thinking about it. I'm like, no, I'm sorry, you don't get a discount. And he goes, but I'm Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. So you have Biodome money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, so that means you have more money than right, like, so. Are you asking me for sorry? A discount? Sorry, just got just got kicked. I guess my internet. Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, dude. So yeah, that's even more of a reason not to give you a discount, my guy. Exactly, right? Like, come on. So I he was, was you he should was be kind buying of a douche. stuff for everybody in here. He was kind of a douche, but it doesn't make me love the movie any less. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or or what I would have done is like, okay, well, fart on command and I'll see what you had for lunch. If I guess it right, <laughs> then you get a discount. That scene always made me exactly. so exactly. <laughs> if there's one Keep thing I cruising. hate, it's when somebody farts in a in a confined space. And so that scene always, has always made me nauseous. Like, what about what about the scene in yeah. Step Brothers with uh, Seth ketchup, Rogen? Ketchup and onions. Oh, that one too. Yeah, that's another one. I'm just like, oh. like we were at a show last night. And a couple of my bandmates and I went to see another local band, and somebody. And I brought my wife with me, and we were standing there, and she kept looking at me like I was the one ripping it. But somebody was like just stinking up the place, and like oh, man, I almost just, wanted to leave. Like it was that's really miserable. Up. That's Dude, I, I don't know. I, don't. I don't know how people do that. Like, I don't know how people also go to shows without wearing deodorant. And like, yeah. oh, what the oh, fuck? That's the worst just time. wear deodorant. I don't yeah. give a shit if you don't shower, but just for the love of God, just wear wear a little deodorant. A little, just a little bit, just like because that the bo and like the fart smell. Like, dude, I never fart. I I fart all the time, but I never fart at like a show. Like, if or if I do, I will try to go somewhere. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, go, out, I'll go outside. Elsewhere. I'll go outside. I'll yeah. go in the bathroom. I will remove myself from the situation. Yeah, yeah it's just. Like, the, I actually, I had a guy yell at me at a venue in New York. I, I think it was might have been Terminal Five, but I'm not sure. That place sucks. Go not, on. Not but, surprising. Or no, it wasn't. It was um, what was it? Not important. I'm going to take forever thinking of it because I'm an idiot. But um, point is, I go to the bathroom and I'm peeing and I fart in the bathroom 
And this guy criticized me and yelled at me and called me disgusting for farting in the bathroom. If you can't fart in a bathroom, like, where can you fart? Yeah, where are you supposed to do it? What are, is, is nothing sacred? Exactly. Well, come on, dude. I think the worst place I was chastised at in, in the bathroom was at uh, Charlotte Douglas Airport. And <laughs> I went into a stall. Uh, I went into a stall. I lifted the seat with my foot. I pissed and then I took it down with my foot and the guy who cleans the bathroom, who's always looking for a tip was like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, what do you mean? What's wrong with me? <laughs> He's like, don't piss on the seat. I said, I didn't, did you, did you watch what I just did? Oh, well you put your foot on it. That's gross. What? Like, dude, people put their butts on this thing. You know that? Yeah. Right? Like what do you want? Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> It's awful. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a strange judgment to make. Bathroom right, attendants exactly. always make me uncomfortable. Can we just talk about how weird bathroom attendants are? Yeah, we you're, can because that's a messed peddling, up job. Yeah, I don't, guys, got to sit in there smelling poop all night for like eighteen dollars in tips. Because let's be real, who's actually tipped a bathroom guy before? Right, yeah. Not me. Uh, I have. I might take I a have, free mint. I have. Like, I have. I, I'm, like, nice. I, I'm like your night's way worse than mine. That's true. I'm just usually too broke to be like thinking about that. I'm like, oh, bro, I got like, I don't want I your spritz of cologne. I don't, I'm, it, I'm good. Yeah. I hate <laughs> when they crowd the. Uh, one thing I do hate though is is how they crowd the the uh, the paper towel dispenser, and it's like, I have to, I have to tip this guy, otherwise right. I'm an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Or you just like real aggressively dry your hands on your pants and just eyeball them the whole time. <laughs> like, You're I don't on the way need out. you. I don't need you. See you later, bro. <laughs> you got your spirit fingers going and you're right. like, all right, I got to get out of here. <laughs> Fucking A. So, guys, uh, you've been here for a while and it's been awesome. But. I guess we do have to bring this to an end at some point. We do. So what we should do is we should definitely have you guys once again tell everybody where they can hear your music, where they can find you online, where they can keep in contact with you, and what you got coming up in the next weeks, months, whatever you got coming. Yeah, so man. Let it fly. Yeah. So we're on Instagram at sucker punch or sucker underscore punch NJ uh, without any of the vowels in there. So you can figure that out. Um, Sucker Punch on Spotify, Apple Music, Facebook, every anywhere music is played, you can you can find us at Sucker Punch. So uh, we got a, we got a couple singles dropping soon, an EP hopefully dropping in either you know early spring. So we're uh, there's a lot coming out soon. So we're going to be a busy couple months, and we're real excited about it. Yeah. Oh, and we're playing a show in Jersey when uh, December fifth. It's going to be right? before this airs. So. Oh shit! Never mind. Disregard. Uh, Disregard. Yeah. Disregard. So we'll, we'll throw we'll throw something up about it anyway. So yeah. We'll, yeah. Fair. And you can definitely uh, keep an eye out on our socials uh, on the Bacon Is My Podcast socials to uh, to know when their records out and when the videos out. And yeah. Stuff like that. We, we do the, we do the music, new music Fridays, new music Fridays, and everything like that. Thank you, you guys, guys are now a part of the Bim family. So yeah. sorry, and uh, we're gonna tag the shit out of you. <laughs> Apologies. All sorts of stuff. Hey, dude, I love it. Anytime you guys yeah. want us back, always down to come yeah, back. Please. You guys have been awesome. Talk about yeah. some more wrestling. You you know, this was yeah. once they told me, because they actually told me that you guys were wrestling fans. This yeah. this shirt was just a coincidence. I swear I put it on to go to ShopRite and I just didn't think it off. But um <laughs> so I was like, I was really excited to come on this podcast and be able to like shoot shit with you guys about wrestling for a little bit. So that was that was definitely cool. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah I got great, my I got time. my Malachi black shirt on. So mm. love it. What how do you like what they're doing with him right now? How do you feel about I love that? It. I love it. 
I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm waiting for it to get even better. I it's like going to get better. I like where it is, but I'd like. I'm just it to over be Cody Rhodes right now. I'm, I'm still yeah. just over Cody Rhodes until he you know who else is? turns heel. I'm over it. You know, you know who else is Cody like over Cody Rhodes? Everybody Everyone? except for Cody Rhodes, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. He yeah. loves himself. Yeah, he really yeah. does. But uh, hopefully if I was him, I'd love something. myself too. He's got it. He's got it going pretty well. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's got a pretty. Uh, he's got a pretty good life. He's doing all right. Yeah, he's doing all right. That guy. That's why we hate him. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. probably That's why, why everybody him. hates him. That's why so, he needs to turn heel already. He just needs to turn heel and challenge for the AEW title and piss everybody off even more. I like That's it. That's what he's right? going to but he's not gonna. He's, he's not like, going to. I'm not gonna be Triple H. Like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna do it, and he's gonna hit a pedigree when he does it. That's what's gonna oh, happen. Absolutely, absolutely. And then everybody that, will love him. That would be yep. awesome. <laughs> That'd be nuclear heat. But yep. Instead, and it's gonna be on somebody we all love too. Reaction. Like, like it's gonna be on like Darby or like somebody we all right. love. Right. And then he'll he'll get the heat he deserves actually. So. I'm also enjoying the uh, the 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 not so subtle Daniel or uh, Brian Danielson turn that's happening. Yeah, oh, I love it. I love I, it. I, I love it because he's awesome. He's, he's he's one of my. He top. can cut a Daniel promo. Brian like, is always is always fire. Hill Daniel yeah. Brian's great. Like when he was doing the whole vegan elitist. Oh man, chip run. His wooden out, like, title organic, belt. <laughs> the organic title belt made out of wood and hemp. Right, like that's fantastic. Absolutely yeah. great. Love it. Yeah, but yeah, you guys, uh, you're always welcome. Yeah, if we'll definitely have you guys. Yeah, and, for uh, sure. We'll definitely talk more wrestling sometime and oh, yeah. all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. So uh, with that said, um, thank you guys for coming. Yeah. And thank you. Thank you. Consumers, thank you for listeners, awesome. watchers, always remember to ask yourself one super important question. Yeah. Most important question ever. Andy, Chris, do you guys know what it is? I do. I think I can do this one for you guys. Yeah. What do you got? <laughs> what is your bacon? What's your bacon? What is, what's your bacon? Perfect. I like them. Yeah, they they were a lot of fun. Yeah. There were a lot of cool moments in there, a lot of cool uh discussions. We'll definitely have them on again. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's I think it's important. Yeah. I, I think so too. I think they I think they're going to be uh reoccurring recurring guests. We have a few of those. We do. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty exciting. It's pretty cool that like people Want to come back. Want to come back. <laughs> yeah. Are willing to come back. It's pretty awesome that any of you that are listening. Uh, keep coming back. Keep coming back. That's right. awesome. So we want to especially thank you guys. Thank you for um, making us uh, last a year and keep wanting to do this. And, yeah. And keep enjoying this. You guys keep making it fun. Um, while we're talking about fun, where can they find your fun stuff? My fun stuff, personally, is at me, my own self, Mike, on the Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook my band, Something Heavy, uh, we've got a new single out. Yeah. It's called Shell. It's pretty excellent. Thank you. Uh, so we have a new single out this month. We had one last month uh, called Surface. So go check that out on the Spotify's and the Apple Music's and the Deezer's. Yeah. And uh, Titles. Deezer's. Uh, Jimsy. Yes, sir. What about you? Uh, you can find... My band, Craving Strange, at cravingstrange.net. And from there, you can find all of our socials. And we are also on all the uh, Deezers and Spotify's and things like mm -hmm. that. We have a new song coming out, uh, I believe, next month. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I said it, so now now I got to do it. Uh, also, you can find me, Jimmy G Shoes, at Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. 
And uh, you can talk to me there. And as always, you can find Bacon Is My Passion, our music on uh, Spotify and Apple Music. And you can also find everything Bacon Is My Passion as well as Bacon Is My Podcast at baconismypodcast.com. Yes. And we have a new song coming out as well. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Uh, well, it's coming out. I, I didn't say, get a date. It's definitely coming out. All I want to say is you might want to check out the Bimpy Awards this yeah. January 3rd. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We've got musical guests. We've got awards to give out. We've got fun stuff happening. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. So uh, guys, stay tuned. Thank you for sticking around with us and yeah. hanging out. And uh, always, always remember... To ask yourself the most important question you'll ever ask yourself this week. Mm -hmm. What's your bacon? Cool. Uh, 